0: You're listening to a Sotucon Sessions by Effective, live from a Sotucon 2023. Hey, welcome back to this episode of a Sotucon Sessions for Effective. I'm Michael Cirillo sitting down with my pal Patrice Banks. She's the founder and CEO of Girls Auto Clinic. And the Canic brand. Thanks so much for joining me today.
1: Hey, how's it going? Excited to be here.
0: Awesome. Hey, we're excited to see you. You bring so much positive energy with you wherever (laughs) you go.
1: Yeah, I'm just really excited about what I'm doing and really passionate about it.
0: Now, I don't know if you remember this, but years ago, Mm -hmm. years ago, I had you on my podcast, The Dealer Playbook. Wow. Uh, this is how long it's been. This is yeah. how long it's been. And I was just as in awe. Uh, but now we're doing this in person. Yeah. This isn't in Zoom. You're a real person. I'm a real person. You you don't just exist from here up. Because <laughs> that's all I can see. Uh, I want to ask you, though, just as a, as a bit of a recap. So you get to see
1: the heels this time, right? Get, you get to see the oh, red heels this time in person. I get heels. questions about the red heels all the time.
0: <laughs> is that part of it? The red heels?
1: <laughs> yeah, what's well, my logo? The red heel with like the logo. wrench. Oh, mm-hmm. OK. Yeah. I see it. I so see everyone it. Everyone always wants to know the story of the red heel.
0: Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. I want to start off. How did you even come up with this idea, get yeah. into the industry, all that sort yeah. of thing?
1: So, um, you know, I was just looking to solve a problem in my life. And that's kind of where I started. I actually, an engineer, I worked for DuPont for 12 years. And I called myself an auto airhead. And I was. I panicked anytime something happened with my car. I thought I needed a guy to help me, right? I always felt taken advantage of. And for that reason, I didn't have good experiences with my car, I didn't make good choices, mm-hmm. I waited to the last minute to take things in and I usually was frustrated and I thought that was insane being an engineer I'm like I'm an empowered woman I don't need a man well yeah I did <laughs> right and so I, I started looking for a female mechanic I thought I'm gonna find a woman who's gonna help me with my car um, right she's gonna help educate me so I, I feel better about my choices I don't feel so helpless or powerless sure and I couldn't find one I googled female mechanic and the first thing that popped up was the ten top stock images of women mechanics and it's, you know women in bikinis wrench, yeah, the, yeah. And, and, and next to a muscle car a woman like holding a pipe wrench standing next to the tire like and smiling with grease on her cheek <laughs> it, just inauthentic and um i couldn't believe i couldn't find a woman mechanic right side note if you if you google female mechanic now girls auto clinic pops up first um so because i couldn't find a mechanic i decided i'm gonna become one Right. I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to learn how to work on cars. Wow. And I'm going to create the services, the products, the resources that women need, um, you know, to have better experiences with their cars. But then also, as I'm kind of learning about cars and I'm getting more into the automotive industry, I'm realizing women are the number one customer in the automotive industry. Mm. We have. majority of the buying power but we feel powerless and as an engineer I'm thinking why is that what is the root cause of this problem and I believe it's because there's women that don't work in this industry and they're not in positions of influence and power and so if we want to understand the emotional needs that drives a woman to buy a car or approve a repair service or be engaged have better experiences um, we need women to work in this industry and so Girls Auto Clinic came more of about, we're not just trying to provide like an auto repair center. We can work on women's cars, but the whole purpose is how do we solve this problem? Which means how do we get women into the industry and how do we get them in positions of influence and power? So that's everything Girls Auto Clinic and Chicanic does is it's geared towards women and that main goal. So we do the auto repair center. We hire and train women mechanics. Um, there's a nail salon there to get your nails done. So women really look forward to coming, right? I know I didn't look forward to taking my car in when I had an oil change but now right. if I know I'm getting my nails done I'm like oh I can't wait to go right. right and then we educate them on how to make the best choices with their cars how to feel confident with their choices how to be you know confident drivers smart consumers um, I know for me I never felt good about the choices I go into a repair center and they say you need this this and that I didn't know Right, Right? and I left thinking did I make the right choice and that's insane this is our money we should feel good about it and we should know how to take care of our cars and so you know I teach women that and they're really excited to know that it's not rocket science they don't need a guy right we do car care workshops where they learn on their vehicle Um, they're learning how to pop their hoods a lot of women don't know how to pop their hoods and do you know how much shame is around that
0: really yes and they're scared to
1: ask questions because they don't know even small little basics right and I get it I was an auto airhead so I come in and saying don't feel ashamed about this i'm stuff. not gonna lie i'm ask kind
0: of i'm like i know that pedal makes me go forward or backward stop, stop
1: giving the like the secret <laughs> away and giving away guys because i i find they are too but right. they don't present themselves in that way or it's not something men yeah. are supposed to say right sure. they're like yeah i know about cars um uh, maybe do it's because i have four <laughs> sisters you think i have four Probably. sisters no
0: brothers they're like you can be vulnerable and admit you know yeah. nothing about cars yeah
1: they probably yeah. may even know more. <laughs> yeah, And if you
0: do pretend, we're going to hit you over the yeah. head with a something. You know, what's interesting
1: is we get a lot of men that come. The people say, you know, do you have male customers? Absolutely. Right. Um, so even we've had men come to the workshop because they want to know, right? They sure. want to learn about their cars. And just the, the days of having like... You know, the shade tree mechanic or just being able to work on your own car is really limited. So a lot of men don't understand the basic knowledge. I call it like turn the key and go. right? Right, That's all we really know about cars. Uh And they don't know basic things like how to change a tire or even put an air in your tire. Checking your oil. Right. What what does it mean if a dashboard light comes on and how do I decipher that? Actually, I had a girl call them emojis, a dashboard emoji. And now I'm going to (laughs) start calling them emojis. (laughs) I love that. She said my oil change emoji came on the other day.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Generational too, yeah, kind of a generational. Yeah, we're start them I have two things based on what you've been talking about. I have two yeah. questions for you. One's kind of the easy one. Okay. You have said the word mechanic yeah. several times. Yes, and and I kind of think I know where you might go with the answer, but mm-hmm. in an industry that's like, how dare they say mechanic? mechanic we are yeah. technicians. Yeah. But I also heard you say engineer on the other mm-hmm. side of that. Yeah. What's your thought process around that? Like, should we even be caring so much about the semantics of mechanic? No, technician? just like
1: CEO or titles, right? Title doesn't matter. Um, what you you do what you produce what your skills are whether you call them a mechanic or not I use mechanic because again you want to meet people at their level and a lot of people in this country if you say I'm a technician that could mean a ton of things even when you you say
0: dental hygiene or yeah
1: right and then you say auto technician and people are like oh what is that and what really is a technician and is there a difference between a technician and a mechanic right you know yeah. I, I don't know but right. I know that if I'm talking to people and I say mechanic they're thinking auto mechanic if I say technician they're not thinking that so it's just being able to talk to people at their level it has a lot yeah. to do with it I don't care no, if you're like bit. we're supposed to be calling them technicians because that's what's going to help people become technicians no it's not yeah. <laughs> no hey, it's not maybe your website would
0: also rank higher if you just leaned into the whole mechanic thing right too. Yeah. well
1: and and leaned in the just people where they're at and saying well we right. want people to be technicians and I get maybe they're saying that because I do believe that automotive technology is a part of that t in stem but when we talk about stem we usually mean engineering, engineering yeah. right and and tech is like coding it's sure. like the Facebook people, right? The yeah. software, the SaaS yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's not people who work on machines, right? Because a technician is like, it could be an electrical technician or somebody that's like, you know, working on computers or other even small engines or small machines. So it, it does have a really like broad yeah, meaning where I right. don't think mechanic does. So yeah, I'm going to call him mechanic until I, <laughs> I want to. And now I'm going to call him SheCanics. So I'll come up with my own hey, name. Hey,
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Because
1: name doesn't matter, right? right. Ultimately. I love, I love yeah. how
0: you phrase that. Um, the second question is um, the the brilliance of what you've done here, in my opinion, is the the market segmentation of it. Yeah. You started here with this segment and just drew in a community, mm-hmm. but now you're saying, oh, there's people that were, you know, I don't want to call them off segment, but for lack of better words, they're off my original segment of empowering women. Now we have we have men mm-hmm. coming in, and we have. I want to maybe speak to the brilliance of the, the the marketing behind that, because I think so often in our industry, we are too afraid to segment because we're like, but we want everyone mm-hmm. here proving, yeah. well, I can start here, but actually people yes. are going to decide for themselves. Yes,
1: it's actually, that's a great question. And I think it's actually harder to market to such a large um, audience because we are becoming um, such a global economy sure. that it you... You're not gonna. You're gonna cast this wide net, but you're not gonna get as much engagement or feedback, right? It's now about smaller communities and micro communities, and how you can um, market to these communities to reach them because they're looking for real organic engagement. They don't want ads from this big company. They want the micro-influencer that they follow on Instagram. That's the person that they trust now, right? So it's important moving forward as a business, big or small, that you're finding these communities or you're creating these communities and then you're going to market to them. And a lot of times they are niche. Now, we have a niche community with women and the thing about empowering women is it's an intersectionality. So we're finding that the LGBT community is now like they want to come work for us they want to come support us because now they have a space that's yep. safe but yep. also um minorities and black and brown people because you don't see a lot of black and brown people as owners in the automotive industry and they're coming and want to work for us because they feel like it's a safe space right and so if you have a niche right and you're finding that audience you can it's not even just about pivoting it's providing something that people need and I as a woman saw that women needed this but as you start providing things that people need it opens it up to other people's needs and you're open to so many other communities or audiences that you didn't see. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I think it is important to to kind of start out small, to find a community, to find a niche um, and then grow it from there because it's going to you're going to get organic. You're going to find like my she Canna community. Fifteen thousand women. These are my true fans. Right. They wow. follow me wherever I go. They're going to buy whatever I say. Right. And then you expand that. And ultimately, I believe like for a business to be successful, you just need your 1000 true fans, right? And you and they're gonna talk about you and they're gonna help share and get your information out, right? So that's what we did. And now our marketing is word of mouth. <laughs> we don't yeah, even need to brilliant. do ads. Yeah, and, you know, brilliant. people are hearing about us everywhere.
0: Yep. Yeah, you know, it's brilliant. You, you have business for years and years and years to come because you built a community. Yep, exactly. Yeah, no, and
1: I, I was... It. Nobody saw that, right? Like when I first started out, I'm telling people in my car care workshops, they are extremely popular. Women will travel from all around the country to come. I've had women drive from Atlanta, from Toronto to attend these workshops, wow. right? Because they're just extremely popular. But when I first started doing them in 2013, two women would show up, right? And then I'd do one the next month and maybe three women would show up. But I never stopped doing it every single month and now they sell right that's exactly and now they sell out and now women are like how can we get it here and businesses are like how can we have you come do a workshop and i'm training other women to host my workshops now so we can reach more women right it's awesome
0: this is so awesome patrice banks thanks so much for joining me how can those listening or watching get in touch with you learn more about your brand Uh she can yeah Yeah.
1: well obviously you can go to our website girlsautoclinic.com and follow us on all of our social media all of it's at girlsautoclinic.com Auto Clinic. We're on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. We do have a YouTube channel. Um, but if you are a woman and you're on Facebook, please join our She Canna community. It is a closed group with just women and women mechanics. You go in there, ask questions about your car, get buyer beware. You know, we share memes, everything. It's women redefining the automotive industry on our own terms. We don't really need the guys for this help, right? We're yeah. sharing, we're growing, share. and we're learning together. So join and be a part of it. You'll be blown away. So cool. Thanks yes. so much for joining me on the Thank you Mike. All right. Take care.
0: Thanks. Thank you for listening to this AsotuCon session by Effective. If you want more content like this, you can check out our other podcasts. We have a daily show called The Automotive Troublemaker, Monday through Friday. Here on podcasts, also live streamed on YouTube and LinkedIn and Facebook, we also have a long form podcast called Auto Collabs. Auto Collabs. And if you just want to go a little deeper into this community, You should sign up for our regular email. We put our heart and soul into it. You can get it for free by going to asotube.com. We'll see you next time.